this series linked to the Impact Investing Week of Fonts News, we will look at the supply and demand side of impact investing, the data challenge and value creation. In this interview, just like climate change, inequality poses a threat for the economy, for long-term growth, and can put investments at financial risk. Social dimension in general, and inequality in particular of companies and governments, is therefore becoming a new performance indicator for investors. My name is Marije Groen. Today I'll talk about how investors can address the risks and the opportunities of social inequality with Frédéric Samama, Chief Responsible Investment Officer at CPR Asset Management, Amundi Group. Frédéric, welcome. It's great to have you. That's my pleasure. Thank you for being here. Now, we see that inequality has been increasing around the world already before COVID-19, but the virus is actually worsening the inequality uh, in human development. We are probably witnessing only the beginning of this um, with the virus and the social implications. So where do we go from here? Yes, you're absolutely right. We um, Before the virus, uh, the situation was already very fragile because we can consider that, for example, in the United States, about 122 million people, meaning half of the population, was living before taxes and transfers with $18,500 per year. Okay. $18,500 per year. And where is it coming from? It's pretty clear. Um, the wealth creation has been captured by the wealthy people. In the 80s, um, the top 1% was getting 10% of the wealth creation, and the bottom 50, 20. Now, it's the other way around. The 1% gets 20%, and the bottom 50 gets 12%. So really, we, 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 we had before the virus a very fragile situation. And now we have two external shocks, two. The first one is a virus, for sure. And a JP Morgan study say that if people are losing a three-month um, income, uh, incomes for three months, 37% of the population could fall into poverty. 37%. All right. And that's U.S. or is that that's globally? I kept uh, all the figures for U.S. Yes. And at the same time, <clears throat> we have another coming shocks, shock, external shock, climate change. And here I will take a global picture. The World Bank say that about 143 million people, 143 million in South America, Africa, and India will be forced to migrate because the places they are living in, they could not bear the, the, the rise of temperature. And here you have, we have a global picture that is very sad because both the virus and climate change are actually impacting the very same people. Mm -hmm. The poor people in developed countries and all the people in developing countries. So to summarize, we had a rise of inequalities making the world extremely fragile. And now we have two external shock, shocks that are mm -hmm. impacting the very same people. So yes, right. the situation is pretty serious. Yeah. So, so where do we then go from here? How do we, how do we take that? Well... Um, <clears throat> It's a problem uh, in the hands of the policymakers. And, and we think as well that um, we are ending the uh, Milton Friedman's 
done. That started, as you know, in the 70s. Corporates are here only to maximize profits for the shareholders and so on. Mm -hmm. When corporates are becoming very big, some responsibilities are attached with this weight in society. Mm -hmm. And at Sapir, being part of Amundi, the largest European asset manager, we strongly believe that we, we must be part of the solution. Part of the solution, not the solution, but part of the solution. And, and how can you do that? Good question. <clears throat> so we try to attack um, one problem after the other one. Mm -hmm. So we talked about inequalities. Mm -hmm. Here, um, we, uh, we have two concrete examples. The first one is that we have launched a fund dedicated to inequalities. Here, what we do is that we take all the firms and we are adding some S social filters. Concrete mm -hmm. example. Still in the US, the corporate tax level is extremely low, 21%. Mm -hmm. It has never been observed in history. You know, in the 50s, it was more about 50%. So really, it's um, uh, uh, the lowest possible level. And at the same time, 60% of the US profits are booked in low-tax countries. So really, corporates are benefiting from a very favorable environment from the government, and at the same time, mm -hmm. they are dodging the taxes. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, they are reducing the transfer of wealth being organized by governments. We think it's unfair and unstable for our clients. Mm -hmm. So we think that by eliminating these kinds of firms, we are encouraging some better practices and we are protecting as well the assets of our clients. So that's a right. concrete example. Right. The second example is education. Always important. Exactly. What are the roots of inequalities? The level of education. And so here we have launched at CPR another fund that invests into um, the education at all possible levels of life, from the childcare to uh, uh, learning uh, when you, well, you're an adult, and all over the world. And with two positive impacts on inequalities. The first one is that we know that people benefiting from a, a, a tertiary education are earning 56% more than upper, upper secondary diploma, 56 And we know as well that for $1 invested into education, you have a $10 return for society. And so by having more growth, by definition, it will help spread that growth among all the populations. So here we are really launching a fund that does not exclude the worst players, like the, the fund dedicated to inequalities. It's more a fund that will select the corporates around the world that are helping the education of at all different layers of life. Levels. Yeah. Levels of life um, all around the world. That's two concrete examples. Right. And what does Amandi then see as the best way to achieve actual impact with that? Actual impact means for us to um, to select companies that, in a way that is, um, I would say, uh, sustainable for the planet, mm -hmm. um, and companies that have themselves an impact on the planet. I will give you another example. Another challenge that we are facing 
is the fact that we have two good news and the bad news. The two good news is the fact that we have more and more people on Earth, about 10 billion people by 2050. Is that, is that good news? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would say yes. Maybe there are too many of us. <laughs> and, and the even better news is the fact that people are escaping from poverty. That's something we don't talk so much about. But, you know, 20 years ago, and we all remember what we were doing 20 years ago. It's just yesterday. Yesterday, mm -hmm. one third of the world population was living in extreme poverty. It's now below 10%. So mm -hmm. we are winning the war against poverty. So we have more and more people and their conditions of life is, is getting really better. The mm -hmm. bad news is that we don't have the resources uh, for everybody with these standards of life. It doesn't work. The equation is not no. balanced. So we need to, to tackle this fundamental challenge. And at Amundi, we have launched another fund, um, Food for Generations, uh, that okay. combines uh, um, um, the fact that we are selecting corporates that are helping um, create some food from the farm to the fork, So really, we invest at all different layers um, of the uh, food uh, process, and we reduce the water consumption massively. So we try to, 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 to find a balance, the right balance between the, between, between the two. And for us, yeah. that's impact investing. You know, to select right. the corporates that will help society, and we take into account the overall picture where we must pay attention to the natural resources and we are reducing by more than 50% the use of water for that fund. So that's yeah. a concrete example of impact investing for us. Yeah. And of the value creation that we mentioned in the beginning, because then you actually create value. Uh, now I understand that Amundi maintains a range of strategic partnerships to combat social inequality. Why are these partnerships so important and what are these partnerships with whom? Uh, that's a good question. We, um, we believe that um, we are smarter together than by our own. And so from the very beginning, Amundi and CPR have launched many partnerships in order to push the envelope. So I don't want to be too long, but 10 years ago, we partnered with Columbia University and Nobel Prize laureate Joe Stiglitz in order to think about a new form of capitalism where investors could play a positive role for society. And I can tell you that in 2009, it was unique. Mm -hmm. Later, we, with two pension funds, AP4 in Sweden and, and FRR in France, we developed the first low carbon indexes. It's a very innovative solution that combines passive investments and ESG filters And now this market is about 50 billion. And uh, the Harvard Business Review has mentioned last year that Amundi was really a pioneer in this field. More recently, we have partnered with IFC to launch um, a very innovative fund that deploys $2 billion into emerging markets dedicated to infrastructures. And it has received six awards and so on and so on. 
Even more recently, we have partnered with CDP. You know, CDP is a fantastic NGO. It was the very first one that got the carbon footprint from corporates when nobody was paying attention to that. And together, we have launched a, a climate action fund uh, that uh, excludes the worst performance in terms of carbon footprint based on their data. And it's a way as well for us to resend some fees and reviews to them in order to, um, to help this ecosystem. Because here, when we talk about impact investing, responsible investment, and so on, we need more data. We need more brains. We need to, to bring as many people as possible to the table. And so at, at Amundi at CPR, due to our size, we have this possibility to, 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 um, to create some partnerships for the benefit of all the parties. We think it's part of, as well of our responsibility. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Frederick. I wish you lots of success with not only that data challenge, but also the value creation that you spoke about. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. I would like to thank my guest, Frederick Samama, Chief Responsible Investment Officer at CPR Asset Management, Amundi Group, for his insights. This interview about impact investing is offered to you by Amundi Asset Management. It was recorded as part of the Impact Week of Funds News. For more interviews on impact investing, please visit fondsnews.nl.